Hello and welcome to Christian Classics on this Sunday. And it's great to have Natasha back with us this week. Say, hello. I was going to say, back. say hello, but you're back. I'm back. You did it. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to be back together. Uh, on this, not not. I mean, not that we haven't been together. Oh I mean, together You're on give this show. Him the wrong impression of us. <laughs> just taking so, a break. <laughs> just taking a break. We've had, well, we've been busy, haven't we? And oh, you've we not been, been well, and we've had uh, you. Yeah, forgive me if I do cough because I'm still not hundred percent. But but it's it's great to have you back oh, with you. us. And uh, we've had a busy couple of weeks, haven't we? With uh, yes, being away, and we might talk about that. Uh, as well a little bit later on but let's let's get on with some music um, to start off our show today and with it being Christmas uh, let's we've got a, a topical piece to start with and this is Ode to Joy with Choir and Bell Ringers by The Piano Guys.
and that was the piano guys uh with ode to joy to the world with choir and bell ringers and uh, natasha was um just picking up on something that i said before that piece oh would it been a topical piece and she reminded me that it's more of a festive piece <laughs> oh, festive. Um, I said seasonal, oh seasonal apologies festive yes great. seasonal um, so I thought we were going yeah. to go into hot, hot, hot. Um, yes, I know. You thought I was saying tropical rather than topical. Anyway. Um, anyway, over. so we've, you know, we've only been going about five minutes and we've already <laughs> descended into uh, oh, bedlam and chaos. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, but this Sunday morning. Um, yeah, yeah, let's keep it like, you know, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> let's keep it like Sunday. Okay, we'll keep it like Sunday. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we've only got one week until Christmas. I know. Can you uh, believe One it? week until Christmas Day. I haven't and, bought uh, any presents. <laughs> and, uh, well, that's not quite true. Because uh, I know that we've already wrapped some presents for other people. Yes, So we have true. bought no, presents. We have done, yes. Um, you know, thou don't shall really not lie. Wow, remember? don't feel prepared. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, well, yeah, you and me both. Anyway, um, <laughs> I wonder how many of our listeners are feeling prepared for Christmas uh already you know, i think maybe maybe some of you that are listening have had your trees up since september um Gosh. i wonder i wonder how many people we, we know someone's had their tree up all year yes we do don't we <laughs> they left it up from last year um <laughs> don't need mentioning names and uh very very yeah interesting going around to their house and seeing oh, the christmas tree great. up in the summer but um anyway they have cats as well don't they or a dog no they got a dog oh yes that's probably yeah right. didn't have cats i oh, no problem what I mean, a dog meant they had the tree up all year. <laughs> no, I don't see how. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, let's let's have some more music, um, and then when we come back, we will uh, look at Eric Little's disciplines of a Christian life, which we've been using all this year, um, and we are looking at the chapter on the church. Um, and I know I mentioned last week that uh, it would be interesting having you back with us this week um, to uh, to talk about the church yeah. um, and give your views and comments on <laughs> the church. But let's uh, let's go back to some music before you do that. Um, and this is uh, the International Staff Songsters with Power in the Blood.
that was the international staff songsters with power in the blood and so i'm going to read uh, a bit from what eric little writes in regards to the church and i'm going to start off this week uh, as we look at this with the the, the subheading of which he puts the church worship witness work Worship is the natural expression of the Christian faith. Wherever men and women have been led by Christ into faith and love towards the Father, they have been impelled to come together to express that faith and love in common acts of praise and prayer. The organised church should help to make that worship spontaneous and sincere. I'm just going to pause there. And allow those words to just uh, just to, to stick. Really, I think they're quite poignant. Um, you know, worship is the natural expression of Christian faith. Our worship should be natural. Yeah, it makes us think, or it makes me think, um, of that scripture about being a living sacrifice. That this is our holy and ple- or this is holy and pleasing to God, and it is your true worship. It's you. It, it is about worship. Our life is about worship, and as Eric Little writes, there it's the natural expression of faith. You know how we live out our life is how we live out our faith. Uh, Natasha, I don't know if you've got any comments on that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with um, Mr. Little <laughs> in that respect, I think. But the way he has put it, it, it sounds like quite, yeah, like an institute, really. Um, but he just says that they should be allowed to. So I think, um, yeah, in respect, we should be allowed to. Yeah, because he goes <laughs> on and says, oh, you know, wherever men and women have been led by Christ into faith and love, towards the father they have been impelled to come together to express their faith and love in common acts of praise and prayer and and yeah i know what you mean about the institution because he then says the organized church <laughs> yeah. um but let's just let's, let's you know in fact let's have another piece of music and then we'll come back and look at that little bit that he talks about in terms of you know, coming together and being impelled to come together you know the desire to come together um, so let's have a piece, a little more music. And this is a piece by Ludvinchko Gesenti. And this is uh, Sonata Number no. 9 in C. <laughs>
and that was Levinko Dicinti, uh, Sonata number no. nine in C. And uh, don't hear many of his pieces around uh, being played and beautifully played on the yeah. harpsichord there. So before that piece, we'd said that we would look at this point that Eric Little makes about the church being, or men and women, being led by Christ into faith and love towards the Father, being impelled to come together to express faith and love. Um, you know, everything comes through Christ. Eric Little puts that, that they're led by Christ. You know, first, first and foremost, everything is in Christ. The gospel is the first thing. The gospel is the only way to Christ. And it's through Christ that they then gain relationship with our Heavenly Father and where our eyes then are focused. Without Christ, there would be no way to the Father. You know, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And the only way to that is through the gospel through his death knowing that he has died upon the cross for your sins knowing that you know, your sins are forgiven on the cross that you need to come in repentance to those things and that then you can have a new life that your whole life can then be turned around because of the resurrection and you then put everything into Christ you put your faith into Christ you put your hope into Christ you put your life yeah. into Christ you, that's why your your whole your whole day to day living so as that scripture says living sacrifice your whole your whole day should be uh, you know a wor worship to God so your day to day stuff that you do like washing the dishes and that should be honoring to god yes an act an act of worship yes and it should compel you because what jesus has done for you you know should be enough as well as you know he's he's the creator god he's you know our heavenly father the person that created us our, our you know living living god that mm -hmm. we you know should be compelled to get together and worship him exactly yeah exactly and that's what he he, he then says that you know we're as you said you propelled to come together um to express faith and love in common acts of praise and prayer you know, i think we we miss this whole thing of prayer being part of our worship mm -hmm. and yet prayer is vital yeah within prayer our is worship. just talking to god and just you know not just talking to god but just you know, God wants to, you know, when you're in that relationship with him, to get to know anybody, you have to have a conversation. So you have to, you know, and God uh, wants or really uh, requires or actually compels us to want to, he longs actually, because uh, he's a loving God, he He wants to fall in love with you. So it's, it's something that we need to do mm. in order to get close and intimate with him in that respect to you know come and pray and and that's that's what that act should be really yeah. it should be worship and prayer in that respect exactly yeah um and as he then says it should be spontaneous you know i know we we joked about the whole thing that he says about the organized church um but it, that 
the church, take out the word organised, the church should help to make worship spontaneous and sincere. Yeah. That's what the whole point of the church is. If we go back, and, and you, you know that for me, when I look at the church, I always go back to Acts 2. What is the church? The church is a body of believers. You know, that's what it really is. It's a body of believers. It's not people that come in for a social club. It's not people that come in, you know, just to keep warm or anything. It's it's a body of believers. And you know, as a body of believers, we then are the church, or the original word, the ecclesia. And so worship is should be spontaneous. Prayer should be spontaneous but any but any sort of environment or you know a, the church is responsible to allow freedom and liberty in that atmosphere of worship so the holy spirit can come and take its rightful place and that can create that um freedom and liberty to be mm. to be spontaneous and to be um, you know, build up people, and that's when the giftings come out. Because when there is freedom and liberty, there is unity in in the in the church, and then it allows the Holy Spirit to work and manifest. And people actually um, are allowed to to the Holy Spirit to use them with their with their giftings and build the church up and build people around them. And if you've got organisations that are out there or churches that are out there that they have their own head on and they, they want a, a structure and a, you know, a set of rules, which is always good in some respect. But that's why nowadays we, we're, I think a lot of churches come away from that, some churches have, and they are looking at acts like, like we have, and they are actually taking the Bible and what God says seriously and, and actually doing things a little bit more in the foundations of, of what what the ecclesia is supposed to be like mm. to build up the body of believers in order for worship and for a prayer to be established in and amongst the people and that's um, important for the Holy Spirit to to um, take over and to to talk to people and to for that intimacy to take place so God can relate to other yeah. people and to you know for that worship you know being a living sacrifice is what what you know what god did for us as with with jesus and that's what we want to be uh also representing you know our acts of worship mm. to be living sacrifices yeah. and we need to worship in spirit and in truth and you know and that's where that's where those um you know where we need to the church needs to really think mm. about how they can how they can do that yeah. for the group yeah. of believers let's have uh, a bit more music and then we'll mm. we'll come back and look at another bit that eric little uh, writes and this is a uh, fantasia on one christmas carols by joseph jongen
And that was Joseph Jongen's Fantasia on War on Christmas Carols. I wonder how many Christmas carols you managed to pick out uh, in listening to that piece. Wow. Um, so, Eric Little then, we've been looking at the church um, in terms of worship. Uh, Eric Little then goes on to write, Jesus came to proclaim the kingdom of God, to offer its blessings to those who would take heed and to instruct people in its obligations and responsibilities. When he left, he committed to the church the duty of carrying on this work. The church, in his voice in the world, announcing the good news about God, calling men everywhere to repent and inviting them to enter the kingdom. Every individual in the church shares this responsibility. We are called to witness. Are we doing it? And I think that wow. speaks into exactly what yeah. we've been doing over the last you know, couple of weeks, really, uh, with Fire Camp. Um, 
you know, for for those of us, uh, for those of us, for those, for, for, for uh, I'm trying to think what I want to say. For those of our listeners who, uh, you know, didn't catch up on our show last week, um, or potentially over the last couple of weeks, you, Natasha and I have been away um, with Christ for All Nations at uh, uh, an intense um, training, evangelistic training called Fire Camp. Um, it's only the second one that's been held in the UK. It was the first one in Wales. And it, it, it was intense. Wow, yeah. It was but it was certainly. an amazing time. And it speaks really into exactly what this says. You know, every individual in the church shares this responsibility, which is to proclaim the kingdom of God. And I think that's vital because um, for me personally, I I thought, okay, I've got this, you know, giftings and... Yeah, I can sit back in the church and I can, you know, um, help towards those giftings or build up the church. But actually, by going on this uh, fire camp, I mean, I I really was compelled to go on it, but I was really nervous because I, um, it says, you know, evangelistic training. Mm. Um, and for me personally, people standing outside um, in town on a box preaching the gospel is is very it's just very <laughs> for me it's just very like obtrusive it's very just in your face and I just despise it to be honest um, but I've actually found um, a greater respect for actually for me doing it in order for me to gain more knowledge and more confidence in the gospel and proclaiming it um, it wasn't so much um, I know where my giftings lie but it wasn't so much I just believe that all believers need to do it I just think that we we are sitting back in our little pews um, or our chairs cozy and we're not actually we're saying we're being Christians but actually we're not following what God said and God has said to us Jesus had said to us go now and make disciples and what are we doing? We're sitting cozily in on our seats, you know, thinking that we're going to church and that we're talking to one or two people. Um, oh, I'm a Christian, and that's that. And that's you know, that's God's. You know, I can tick those boxes, and that's what God said I needed to do, you know, and that's going to get me into heaven. Um, no, I think everybody needs to be responsible for their own salvation, but also to take up their cross but to take everybody who they know and they talk to, to heaven. Because that's all, you know, that's what I, I, that's what this should be compelling you to do. You know, there should be a massive drive for you to do it. I mean, you've got good news, don't you? You want to share it with everybody. And so it's, it kind of gets you fired up, but it also you may realize how important, you know, getting the gospel out there and how important actually and how simple it is to that the holy spirit actually does all the work doesn't he mm -hmm. you know for me you know i had to get some confidence but once i had proclaimed you know jesus in front of the streets in front of people that i didn't know you know i was actually doing it more or less for god not for their pe not for people or for myself it was actually to say to god that this is what i believe and actually compelling me to tell other people you know and standing my ground because lots of people have been martyred 
for being Christians. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was, it was a learning curve for both of us, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And we can both bo- probably, I've taken enough time to, to personally say what it meant to me, but yeah, it, it's, it was it, like, like Mr. Little said, you know, in that, you know, you need to do, you need to do something. We're mm. all responsible, you know, to, to share. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have another piece of music. We'll come back. We'll come back on that because um, I think I've got more passionate about it just because I've been through fire camp. Definitely, and I'm sort of fired up about it I because think that's what I want to come back and sort of just pick up on actually. Um, yeah, but let's have a piece of music, and this is uh, "Great is the Gospel of Our Glorious God."
And that was Great is the Gospel of Our Glorious God. And before that, you know, Natasha was really being fired <laughs> up about, uh, you know, well, we were talking about what Eric Little says in terms of we are called to witness. Yeah, I'm not an evangelist. You know, we're called to <laughs> proclaim the kingdom of God. When Jesus left, you know, he left the church <coughs> to share the kingdom of God. And Natasha was, you, know, you were, you were going through very passionately about what uh, Fire Camp had done to you, um, and, and in terms of that passion, you know, we, you know, I know you very much were saying, "I'm not an evangelist. I'm not an evangelist." And one of the things that, uh, you know, and and I've I've said that for many years, and but we realized at fire camp i think we both realized at fire camp that you know we talk about what jesus says about go and make disciples but then we say we're not an evangelist and then go hang on a minute hang up we all we are. all are yes you know, we may not and this is what i want to be very clear on in this moment we're not all called to the office yeah. of evangelism and if you're listening to this and you don't understand that don't worry about it but we're all called to share the gospel we are all called to witness Christ. We cannot just sit back and not witness about Christ, not talk about Christ. Yeah, it's just given us more tools in our tool toolbox, hasn't it? And it's given us more confidence in in where, uh, you know, we were doing it before, but we were doing it as one-to-one. -one. Yeah. And um, I love the intimate times that I have with other people sharing the gospel one-to-one -one because there's so many questions. and so, But we had this opportunity to share and how to learn from people. I mean, we had how many evangelists there mm -hmm. in a room and how their stories impacted uh, you know, us and how it impacted so many different communities. And just to hear that, you know, and how to build each other's confidence in, 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 in evangelism, you know, that you have to, you have to know your identity first. Yeah. That was a big, big thing. Um, that I really appreciated from Fire Camp is that the grounding of any f of our faith in Christ is our identity in Christ. We need to know that, and that's with every single thing. But that's with becoming a Christian. We need to know our identity in Christ because mm. we are able to tackle big issues in this world if we knew if we know we, who we identify in Christ. If we identify in Christ. And, and we know identity is in Christ, when big issues come our way, we are able to stand firm and say, this is what we believe, have a kingdom mind yeah. to say, this is what we believe and stand firm. And that's given us the, the tools that we need. I mean, before we knew it, but it's sort of solidified it in our hearts and in our minds. Mm. It, well, that in me anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, let's... Let's now have our our three. I, I'm just I, I. Do you know what? Sorry. It excites Taking me hearing over. this because you know, we we've not. I mean, I say we've not oh, we had opportunity. Had a deep brief, haven't we, 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 haven't we haven't really had, had an opportunity, and we've come to do no. this show, and and you know, it's amazing how God works because it, we picked up the book to go. Okay, what is what are we looking at this week? And we're just sharing it, and it speaks directly <laughs> into the last few weeks it does um, yeah it's quite incredible what god does yeah and, and so actually, we don't have the time to to do it and now no. we actually god's <laughs> given us the time to do it and talk about it exactly. on air. We, we come to this and we're going oh okay you know, and and so i'm hearing <laughs> natasha's heart for the last you know two weeks 
really right now, um, <laughs> which is just awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, you might be listening and say, well, hang on a minute, what, we're hearing Natasha's heart. What about Bramwell's heart? <laughs> you know, well, I, I can honestly say that my heart is exactly what Natasha is speaking out. You know, that that time away, as I said earlier on, you know, we went and said, you know, I'm non evangelist, but God clearly told us both that we needed to go um to to fire camp yeah we just did it in obedience and the money just you know yeah it just came and god blessed exactly us and blessed the time and and this yeah. yeah that's it and you it, it was it was challenging oh yeah um, a heck of a challenge it was challenging especially, especially you know with situations and with 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 um you know family as yes. well so that yeah. was difficult but it really spoke to us. Yeah, both of um, us definitely. You know, and yeah, I have to say, and I want to say this, you know, on air, that to you know, we were we were put into different groups, and so we went off on on the streets. But to hear people, you know, no, I know that you are not comfortable. You were not comfortable at preaching on the streets, um, and you've shared that. But to hear people coming back and praising you, and it's not about man's praise, but the fact that the heart of God was coming through them, yeah, yeah, you know, and I really felt that I was very proud um, of of you. I think that's where I I come a cropper is that because at one point in my life I've I've been a pastor's child, I've grown up in church, I've been able, I've had lots of opportunities thrown at me. I mean, we we were in a church where I had the freedom to have the mic and to be able to preach the gospel and be able to. Um, you know and throughout my whole life I've been able to have those opportunities so you know when I got to this country I was able to have some of those opportunities not so much but uh, you know and it 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 it, it disheartened me in some ways because um, where I was at with myself and things happened I kind of just retreated back into Mm. myself and and God was always speaking to me but I didn't want to make myself a spectacle or actually you know have a have the microphone or be up front because i didn't know if those words that i was saying i knew words are very, words are very powerful and so you are speaking life into people but if you are resentful and if you are damaged and if you are hurt and broken then you can actually speak death over people and i know that as a person so i had to be very right with my words and sometimes i have to be very careful when i do take the mic because I know that the the spirit of like pride comes in, and there's a whole bunch of jealousy, and like look at me, I'm in the mic and stuff like that. So for me, um, I really have to humble myself, and I, I only can be comfortable in a situation where, you know, where I can, you know, God is really compelling me or talking to me. But I had opportunities, you know, that that presented that I had to do it, mm. and that it, it was. It, they gave me liberty and freedom to do it, and like I like I was saying, in church situations, if if you give your congregation or you, you know, if you allow them to to if you create that freedom and that liberty in in church situations, then people feel comfortable to to be able to proclaim the name of Jesus. But exactly, the, you know. So for me, it's it's I was able yeah. to do that and. You know, God's words came through, not mine, because I can't do it of my own flesh. And if mm. I did, I would feel very prideful because a lot of the words that came to me were very like, you did such a good job and, you know, you're so 
amazing and you know and I appreciated the praise which was lovely because for so long I've been in my little bubble but um, God really really challenged me and I had to step up to the plate yeah in, in regards yeah. to <coughs> you know being obedient to him and once you do that and those two things meet then there is liberty and freedom and mm. God you know God then takes over so yeah sorry yeah and, and exactly what what you said you know giving the freedom to a congregation yeah, yeah we're using the word congregation but remembering that the church is a fellowship of believers yes. but you need to empower your fellowship your you know, within your group each person needs to empower one another to be able to share that and that should come naturally it comes back to what Eric Little was saying earlier on that worship is the natural expression of Christian faith so is being a witness is the natural expression of uh, of our faith we'll pick up on that uh, a little bit more in a minute but let's um let's now have our three hymns in a row and this week we're going to have three carols uh, with it being Christmas coming up to Christmas so we're going to start yeah. off with uh, O Come, O Come Emmanuel, um, performed by the Irish singer Enya, oh, followed yeah. by uh, Celtic Women with O Holy Night, and concluding with Carrie Underwood singing the first Noel. So this is our three in a row.
hymns in a row or three carols in a row for this Sunday. We started with O Come, O Come Emmanuel, followed by O Holy Night and concluding then with the first Noel. We were talking 
um, before that quite a lot about being a witness and that the church is should be naturally a witness um, to Christ um, and and in terms of that sharing the kingdom of God sharing the gospel um, and you know, we could spend hours literally talking about this um, and you know, from past experiences of churches that we've been and everything but what I want to just come back to before we move on to this next bit is about the fact that the the, the, the ecclesia that Jesus said that he was going to build it's his ecclesia and in Acts 2 we see that very clearly as a body of believers it's a body of believers that meet together that fellowship together that break bread together um, that worship together that pray together that do things together they do life together that's what it is you know and so I just want to you know, bring that um, back as that reminder um, before we move on to what he says next, which is Jesus went about doing good. The church should do the same, for it is called to an active ministry of loving service. Yeah. Social reform, just and better conditions, righting wrongs, light, lightening people's burdens. These are all part of the work of the church and in it every individual has his part to play i agree what am i doing am i a spectator or am i an active worker is god likely to say to me well done thou good and faithful servant enter thou into the joy of the lord and that comes from matthew twenty-five twenty-one. yeah and i think yeah again this is really key it's an active ministry it's not a ministry where you just sit and receive it's active it's active loving service you know and he highlights social reform just and better conditions righting wrongs lightening people's burdens are just some of the work that the church should be doing um and i'm gonna go there with this <laughs> on this point right now you know, because you and i have been on the end of the total opposite of loving you know, and from yeah. from the church and from all organizations are all, all, all uh, different denominations. Yes. Yeah. And we've been on the receiving end of, of that. And you, I, <coughs> I get challenged. I, in fact, I'm getting more and more challenged by this because the church is to be the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting personally challenged now um, where what I see the church calling being called the church is not walking in the way that exactly what is being said here but he's not walking in love no definitely and so i get challenged myself saying okay so if the church is meant to be the bride of christ what about the church in inverted commas that isn't walking in the love of christ yeah you know isn't demonstrating that is that still the bride of christ and and i personally don't know i'm personally walking that one through and i'm sharing you know my vulnerability on that right now um you know on air because you know we we shouldn't be judging one another and we talked you know the other week we were talking about unity and we need to be in unity as as a church the church needs to be in unity so therefore the church shouldn't be knocking blocks off each other no, the I church think it's gonna you know it's damaging people you know you have to weigh it up you know people have got own agendas and and you know things that they want to do and if it's not in in biblical stance you know love thy neighbor as thyselves yes 
I can get that. But are you damaging that person in any way, mm. you know, for the sake of what? For the sake of what? Yeah. You know, they're going to die anyway. Let's all take you to heaven, not, you know, condemn you to hell. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And actually, they're putting themselves in a very vulnerable position because they're actually, by doing that, you know, to be honest with you, you know, if they're not following what Jesus has said and what God has said in his scriptures, they're actually condemning themselves to hell, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. You know, and I shouldn't, we shouldn't be judging. We should not be judging. But, you know, I, you know, I've come across so many people and, you know, God says, Jesus says, turn the other cheek. He says, forgive them. You know, there's so many different points in scripture where you know we have walked this walk before and i just think it's very sad and we just have to pray uh, pray for them heap coals on their heads and pray for them because we don't know you know we've done all we can do and god you know give it give it up to jesus to sort out you yeah. know but it's just it is sad isn't it Bramwell? Mm. it's it's just sad that that you you know that we can't love one another yeah yeah exactly and you're, and you're right it is it's about loving one another and eric little you know, has highlighted that as well it's about love um and we shouldn't be judging we shouldn't be condemning it is about loving one another and and at the end of the day taking each other to heaven you yeah know, we don't we don't get to choose who goes to heaven no. it's not it's, it's not it's not our responsibility i mean i heard a story in america you know somebody that was on death row and the mother had to go and talk to the convict and say, listen, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. And that actually broke him out of that prison because he found Jesus in prison. Yeah. And he then, you know, so for him, he's going to heaven. But he needed that forgiveness from that mother for, for doing whatever he did, murdering her son. Yeah. I have no idea. But do you know what I mean? And people don't get that murdering or anything anything sinful even murder but even extreme by calling your brother and sister you know or treating your brother and sister, is sin yes and sin is going to drive <coughs> you to death yeah you know so you know that's why jesus says yeah exactly, exactly. <coughs> what he said yeah let's um let's have another piece of music you know we've only got half an hour left um of our time together oh dear uh, let's have another, wants to do the church, let's have it? another piece um, <coughs> of music. And this right. is uh, the Organ Shirt Concerto in G Major by C.P.E. Bark. <laughs>
And that was the first movement from CPE Bart's Concerto in G Major uh, for organ and orchestra. And so we're coming now towards the end of our time together for this Sunday. Um, it's been quite a lively discussion. Oh yeah, uh, today. Yes. Gone and by fast. I always knew it would be when <laughs> you back. came back and we talked about the church. Oh dear. Um, and again, particularly on the fact that we've you know we've spent this time away, um, you know, doing this evangelistic training. Um, and I just want to encourage everybody that's listening, you know, that. <sighs> As we've been talking today about the church, <coughs> you, we are to worship together. We are to witness together. And we're to work together. Yep, I you, agree. If we're not doing those three things, then actually we need to really question where our faith is. Mm -hmm. And we need to really look at you who is jesus to us and particularly and i'm going to say this who is jesus to the church mm -hmm. you if we're not doing these things and and on top of that if we're not in unity you know, and where does it all come from it comes from love you know, worship is a love of god it's a love of what jesus has done that's why we worship you know, we worship the creator. We worship him because of what Jesus has done. And so we worship Jesus. Jesus is king. He is Lord and savior of our life. You know, why wouldn't we want to worship the one who has set us free? The one that has laid down his life. The one that has died for us so that we can have that relationship back with God. You know, so there's love there and then there is love for one another there is love for you know each person firstly through witnessing and then secondly through working you know to witness to somebody the kingdom of heaven to witness what jesus has done to you know, to you for them so that they don't get lost you know they don't keep going astray they don't keep going on in, in, the, in, in the life that they go on. You know, that they come to the realization that Jesus is who he says he is, who the Bible says he is, and that he is the only way to life. He is the only salvation. You cannot gain in salvation from any other means. And then you know, doing that as well through work because of loving one another that you will strive to demonstrate exactly what Jesus did. Natasha, I can see that you've got a, <laughs> you've got a, a scripture there. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just reminded about the scripture. And, um, you know, most of us um, might know the scripture because it gets read out, you know, in weddings and things like that. But I just was prompted to, to, to just, just do the first couple of verses. And we're just re reading from 1 Corinthians 13, the greatest gift. Although I speak with tongues of man and angels, but not, but do not have love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. 
And though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could move mountains, but not love, then I am nothing. And it just, it does go on and it does speak about love. And I just thought, you know, that that just sums it all mm. up in, 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 in that verse that, you know, we can have you know the gift of prophecy get understanding of mysteries of understanding of knowledge um all faith but it is it sounds like a brass or clanging symbols and that's also do with worship you know it sounds terrible and if we don't have love then mm. we are actually deceiving mm. each other in the fact that our worship becomes the sounds of 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 bad music towards Jesus's ears mm. and most of us don't wow. want to do that so we have to really think and really yeah to take a step mm. back and actually just really um yeah just it challenges you to just just to step back and just you know um chew on those words because if we don't have love in our hearts you know, God is love and, you know, we are nothing. Yeah. That's what it says. You are nothing. Yeah. yeah. Amen. That's, um, so let's, yeah. Do you know, I, I, um, in fact, I, I just think, you know, to, to leave it on that point, um, you know, it, it's, it's been great to just, reflect on these things and i pray that as we've been doing that you know, today and over you know the year as we've been going through this 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 book of disciplines of a christian life that it's encouraged and that it's shaped um our listeners and so you know we we just you know, yeah just think towards next week and you know, next week is christmas and obviously it's that celebration of remembering the birth of christ and and that's what we're going to do next sunday we're going to celebrate you on this on this show together yeah celebrate the birth of christ celebrate you his coming and and why he came and you know, the fulfillment of prophecies um and but that'll be next sunday you for this Sunday, we're going to finish um, with a piece by the International Staff Band of the Salvation Army. And this is all to Jesus. And I just pray that you, know, as we've gone through today with church and talked about church, talked about the worship, the witness and the work, that it is all for Jesus. Amen. It is all to Jesus Amen. that we do these things. And so... Lord, we just pray that everything that we do is an outpouring of you. But that we can stand in the presence of you and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Not for our own ego, not for our own pride, but to know that you have guided us and we have done your service. Lord, I pray that for each one of us, we will walk in that way. 
in Jesus' name. <coughs> Amen. Amen.